Good evening. It is time for today's Tax Talk. I'm your host. I'm attorney Stephen Leahy. It is Wednesday, February 15th, the year of our Lord, 2023. And uh, we were talking earlier when they um, nominated Daniel Warfel to be the commissioner of the IRS. And uh, it said then that it's kind of a shoe-in that he's going to get in. Uh, but they started the confirmation hearings today, and that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, won't you join us? Well, again, uh, I think this is Mr. Warfel. I couldn't find a. I saw a bunch of pictures of him today. He's now got a beard. <laughs> Reminds me of the Mary Tyler Moore show. Let me knit you a beard. Um, and uh, But I couldn't get one that wasn't copyrighted, so I couldn't use it. But um, I've been saying all along, he's just the kind of guy he's gonna that, that they fawn over. Uh, the Democrats will fawn over him, and the Republicans will too. That he, He's a shoe-in. Not, there's not going to be any real opposition. You know, today he was out front, just like uh, Reddick was telling us all, oh, don't worry, uh, we're not going to increase um, audits for people under 400000 And anyway, we're going to be more fair because it's audits are racist. We're going to stop that. Um, you know, I, I don't know if we should be making decisions on who should be audited and who shouldn't be audited based on the color of their skin. My own opinion. Um but obviously, that's what we're thinking about nowadays. And uh, but let's get to the story. There's I'm going to read this New York Times story because it, it's kind of, it's just what I said. It, it's kind of fawning, right? They they just fawn all over this guy. They just think the world of him, and because uh, he's again, he's just the type of of um, Washington insider that they just love. He was he he, he was acting uh, IRS commissioner for. A, a period of time for less than a year, uh, so he knows that. So he knows the job. He's experienced. He's been in inside in, in and out of government um, his whole career. When he gets out of government, he's really working f- to get in the government. If you know what I mean. So it's you know he's just again he's just the kind of guy that everybody in Washington and the press will just eat up and just say what a great guy he is. And he knows exactly what to say, whether it's true or not, in my opinion. Biden's IRS nominee is grilled about $80 billion overhaul. Now, I have a link in the description for to go watch the, the C-SPAN if you care to. It's a couple hours long. Um, I don't think he was grilled. You know, They asked him questions about it, but I don't think he was grilled. Daniel Warfel. Uh, defended the administration's plan to modernize the agency during his confirmation hearing. I, you know, I don't know if $80 billion, here's a picture of him so that I can use, that's not copyright here, with this with this beard. Uh, Daniel Warfel, President Biden's nominee to, to lead an internal revenue service, told lawmakers on Wednesday that the tax agency would not increase audit rates for households earning less than $400,000 per year, and that, if confirmed, he would work to ensure that audits were more equitable. 
after a report that black taxpayers had been disproportionately targeted. I, why are they targeted, but everybody else's uh, business owners are just, you know, they're just audited, even though they're targeted, in my opinion. Uh, those commitments were presented in response to a tough questioning from Senate Republicans during a confirmation hearing for Mr. Werfel, who was nominated at a pivotal moment for the beleaguered agency. Why is it a beleaguered agency? The IRS is embarking on an $80 billion modernization pro project. They're not modernizing that much. Uh, okay, I'm going to take that back because... I do believe that a lot of this money, that's because most of this money, 95% of it, is geared towards um, enforcement. And if they use that enforcement to bolster the uh, infrastructure of the information technology infrastructure, and I think that's what they're going to do, it's not going to be people under over $400,000 that are targeted. Not targeted, right? They're not targeting you, but they're just going to go through everybody's uh, income and expenses with fine-tooth comb with the with the um, with the computer. They're going to match. This is called the information reporting and information returns that they're matching, and this is where the IRS is going. During the hearing before the Senate Finance Committee, Mr. Warfel made clear that he has he has aligned with the Biden administration's priorities. <laughs> Isn't that who nominated him? If he wasn't aligned with their priorities, would they have nominated, nominated him? With the Biden administration's priorities of ensuring that the wealthiest Americans paid what they owed and that racial discrimination did not play a role in how the tax code was enforced. He insisted that improving taxpayer service and rebuilding the nation's trust would be his priorities. Well, good luck with that, especially when you start targeting more and more Americans. That's not going to be building a trust. If poor people are more likely to be audited than wealthy, that is something I think potentially degrades public trust and needs to be addressed within the tax system. If confirmed, and it's, I don't think there's a doubt that he'll be confirmed, Mr. Wolfer will step into one of the most perilous jobs in Washington. Remember a couple last week I was we were just reporting that the commissioner now with all that money now they give him a, a chauffeured a, a chauffeured car he didn't have it before so yeah it's a real difficult job the IRS has for years been at the center of some of the most fraught political battles <laughs> with pub, Republicans making it their mission to starve in an, an agency that they have accused of political bias and it's been proven that they had political bias, and they didn't starve them. I don't think $14 billion a year is starving them. That's more than the FBI gets. Whatever. But again, that's why I wanted to read this New York Times article. And Democrats relying on, on it to collect tax revenue to fund their legislative priorities. <laughs> their legislative priorities. <laughs> Criticism has intensified after revelations that the IRS did not perform an audit of former President Donald J. Trump's tax returns during his first two years in office, despite its own policy that all president tax filings must be audited. You think because they loved Trump so much? Is that what it was, you think? I don't think anybody at the IRS ever loved Trump, including Redding, who we put in. The $80 billion that was allocated to the IRS as part of the Inflation Reduction Act last year was has intensified the scrutiny. 
when Republicans assumed control of the House this year, they quickly passed legislation to scale back most of the funding, which they falsely warned. I thought this was a non-biased, uh, it's not a false warning. This was not the, the, they didn't come up with this number by themselves, that they would use the higher 87,000 agents. See the in quotations. First, nobody said they were going to hire 87,000 agents. They said they're going to hire 87,000 new employees. You see how they, you see how they can fa falsely acclaim because they say it, they weren't, they're not all agents who would investigate small businesses and small and middle class. I think that's true. In fact, many of the hires will fill customer service and technology support roles. There, 5% of the budget is for, so, for customer service. Okay, so a very small percentage of those 80s, yes, they will be some, but the vast majority of those of the new hires will not be for customer service. That's in the law. And replace workers who are expected to retire over the next decade. The, that money's already in the budget. Mr. Wolfel rebutted claims that the new employees would be heavily armed. That is not even a claim. That's a false claim. Nobody says that they're all going to be armed. But they are. But they, what what was brought up is the is the the amount of ammunition that the IRS has been buying, and then you ask for what purpose. But nobody said that all of these people were going to be agents or all were going to be armed. These are false. These are red herrings. I think the notion of armed agents is correct. Incorrect, he said. I certainly would have no intention of making that part of any plan going forward. Are you going to get rid of that division? Well, no, we won't. But we won't give that many. New people, but there'll, there'll be new people with guns. Mr. Biden has vowed to veto any legislation to rescind the funding, and the Treasury Department has insisted that the additional resources will be dedicated to improving the agency's woeful customer service. I already talked about that. There's only 5%. And technology, while ensuring that wealthy taxpayers and big corporations pay their taxes they owe. The IRS is supposed to detail its plan for deploying the money this month, though it remains unclear whether that plan will be released publicly. Mr. Wolfel said that, if confirmed, he intended to make the agency's spending plans public. Well, I hope that's true. Republicans on the Finance Committee grilled Mr. Wolfel about the agency's spending plans, recent leaks of taxpayer information, and the Biden administration's pledge that audit rates will not increase for households that earn less than $400,000. It depends on how they define, it depends how you define the word is, right? What's the definition of the word is, is, right? And here it means, what's the definition of audit? Do they mean a in a, in a field audit where they send out where they send out um, uh, agents, or do they mean the the um, correspondence audits, which are which are a result of the uh, information returns that have skyrocketed over the last two years, and is expected as the, according to the taxpayer advocate several weeks ago, who said she expected them to double to almost ten tr ten trillion. They say that billion. It's a lot, not trillion, ten billion. Right now, it's at four point seven billion from two years ago. That's the last numbers we have. The Treasury Department has said audit rates for those households will not rise relative to recent years. What does that mean? As a percentage, so then we just raise them all. 
but has not specified what years that refers to. <laughs> They're not giving you anything, are they? Opening the door to big increases above current levels. <laughs> so... So they're not really telling you the truth is what it is. Audit rates plunged in recent years as IRS funding declined, but they were far higher a decade ago. So is that the number they're going to use? Sending the IRS on an unchecked spending binge has no intrinsic value, the top Republican on the committee, unless there are outsized results to match the gargantuan investment. The IRS's supplemental billions will simply become another example of government waste. It already is an example of government waste. In his opening statement, Mr. Wolfel said he would meet Treasury Secretary Yellen's directive to not increase audit rates relative to historic levels. Again, whatever that means. For small businesses and households making under 400000 If I am fortunate enough to be confirmed, the audit and compliance priorities will be focused on enhancing IRS capabilities to ensure America's highest earners comply with applicable tax laws. Don't we do that already? Mr. Wolfer also faced questions about the st- a, a study by a team of economists a team of economists that showed black taxpayers were at least three times as likely to be audited by the IRS as other taxpayers, even after accounting for differences in types of returns each group is most likely to file. He co- he committed to investigating the matter. Uh, we're going to investigate that matter and reporting back to the committee within 60 days of being confirmed. Just confirm me and I'll come back and tell you what I find. Um, ridiculous, in my opinion. Fairness is a central element of tax administration, Mr. Warfel said, and we have to have an understanding on whether our approaches or activities are having desperate impacts. This is a this is a um, loaded word, desperate in, impacts on any population. It's particularly alarming if it's having a desperate impact on racial minorities. Of course. Mr. Wolfer is not a stranger to the IRS or defending it during an onslaught of criticism. A decade ago, after scandals at the agency involving improper targeting of conservative group and lavish spending at conferences, which is all true, Mr. Wolfer, the agency's acting commission commissioner, faced scrutiny from House Republicans. Pressed by Representative Paul Ryan of Wisconsin at a 2013 hearing about how the agency could justify its request for an additional $1 billion in funding, Mr. Wolfel argued that the IRS had been judicially paring back its spending and was moving in the right direction. If we underfund critical priorities that lead to improved taxpayer service and improved enforcement of the tax code, then we're leaving dollars on the table for the American people. But don't they come from the American people? President Barack Obama tapped Mr. Wolfel in 2013 to temporarily lead the agency after a scandal over its targeting of conservative groups led to the firing of another interim director, Stephen T. Miller. At the time, Mr. Wolfel had been working as a controller of the Office of Management and Budget, serving as Obama administration's point person on the -the across-the-board spending cuts known as sequestration and making sure government agencies adhered to the law. Before that, he helped carry out the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act, Mr. Obama's stimulus legislation. Mr. Warfel also worked in the administration. And this, you knew this was coming because he's, oh, he's bipartisan. Of George W. Bush, helping to oversee compliance with the Emergency Economic Stabilization Act of 2008 in the Office of Financial Stability. As I said, he's just a, he's a Washington guy. 
When Mr. Wolfer was selected to step into the IRS role in 2013, Joshua Bolton, who had been Mr. Bush's chief of staff and budget director, praised him for being not easily intimidated and nonpartisan. Although, if he was nonpartisan, do you think Joe Biden would put him in there? Really? Although he led the IRS for less than a year, Mr. Wolfer gained experience pairing with the Republican lawmakers who were looking at into an aggressive questioning of conservative groups. How dare they? And is that what his job is now, is to push back against Republicans instead of serving the American people? After a surge in applications for tax-exempt status from the 2010 to 2012, the agency acknowledged, acknowledged it began singling out terms such as Tea Party and Patriot. Now, let's watch them uh, put it on the other way, too. As a short card for determine if organizations were engaging in social welfare, welfare which would qualify for tax-exempt status, or might be political organizations instead. That year, Lois Lerner, the infamous Lois Lerner, the director of the IRS division that oversees tax-exempt groups, apologized for making mistakes. This was a, this was a, a, a staged apology given by a, and this is a fact, this is not my uh, conjecture, and exercising poor judgment. Mr. Obama later demanded the resignation of the acting commissioner, Mr. Miller, who acted on Obama's uh, orders, and said the agency's actions were inexcusable. Ms. Lerner resigned and, 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 and garnered a, a federal tax a pension for the rest of her life, and nothing ever happened to her. During a House Oversight Committee hearing in August 2013, Mr. Wolf jousted with Republican Jim Jordan, Republican of Ohio, and pushed back against the... See how they say... Uh, it's unbelievable. And pushed back against accusations that he was obstructing the committee's inquiry and stalling and handling Ms. Erner's emails over to him. He, and that turned out to be the truth. He insisted that the agency was working through the request while suggesting that the committee had not taken the IRS up on its offer to interview an official who could help with the investigation. This is not about obstruction, Mr. Wolfer said. This is about offering as much information as we can. Remember with the, uh, the emails. Oh, they disappeared. They were, uh, they were, um, they were destroyed and, and deleted. Sorry, we can't find them. Oh, they're not destroyed? Oh, we were wrong. Because they found them. I, I, I reported a lot about this. Uh, I used to do this every weekend and report. Um, this is not about obstruction. Okay. Since leaving the IRS in late 2013, Mr. Wolfer has been managing director and partner of Boston Consulting Group, working on its public sector team to help governments modernize their agencies. In the weeks since he was nominated in November, Mr. Wolfo has sought the advice of former IRS commissioners, including John Koskinen, and Fred Goldberg. During a recent dinner together, they discussed how much more fun it would, could have been to run the agency when it was flush with resources and ambitious modernized plans. Mr. Koskinen, they always wanted more money. You think that when they give this money to, they, they don't want more? Of course they want more. It's still not enough. Mr. Koskinen suggested, however, that Mr. Wolfel might find the job to be even more intense than, it, than his brief stint 10 years ago. In some ways, that it was easier. He was dropped in and was doing the best he could, Mr. Koskinen said. Once we're there a while, then everybody really starts yelling at you. Although lawmakers questioned Mr. Warfel vigorously on Wednesday, they also at times expressed appreciation that he was game to take on one of the most thankless jobs in Washington. 
So you thought you were in a fire last time you walked into the IRS, said Senator Lankford, Republican of Oklahoma. You've got a, you've got a lot. You've got a lot that's on your plate this time. Well, I think that's I think that's true. But again, I just thought that it's, they're fawning over him. I'm not going to fawn over him. I think he's a Washington bureaucrat. Just what they need there. Just what we need as Americans and taxpayers, right? We need another guy who goes along and, and pushes this lowest learner stuff and all that, does what he's told, because that's who gets those jobs. So anyway, thanks so much for joining us. I am your, uh, I am your host, Attorney Leahy, and I'm going to ask you to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. We need your help. So please like and subscribe. And remember, if you have IRS problems, if you have unfiled tax returns, and you don't know what to do, First thing you should do, get a copy of my book, Deal With Your IRS Problem Today. Go to freeirsbook.com. That's freeirsbook.com. Get your free copy. I will pay for the publishing. I will ask you to pay for the shipping and handling. So go to freeirsbook.com to get your free copy. So again, thanks so much for joining us. We will be back here tomorrow, and I hope you join us then. Um, in the meantime, God bless you, and now we are out. <laughs>